0: Today we're going to talk about how you can create shareable content for your church. Are you ready? Because it's time. You're listening to the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast, part of the
1: TCD Podcast Network.
0: Hey heroes, my name is Tom Pounder and this is the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring on ministry leaders and we talk about how you can do ministry more effectively in this very digital and online world. And today I have my friend Corey Sullivan back. He's with Rally Youth and you can check out all his links in the show notes. But we're talking about shareable content because one of the things that I love to do is I love to share content. If there's something funny, if there's something that interests me or inspires me in some way, I will share it with some of my friends. And Corey's one of my friends that I share it with. And so we get on the podcast today and talk about why we share content and then what that can teach us as churches and ministry leaders in the online world how we can create content there that is shareable for the people we are ministering to and the people in our church and our congregation. So I'm really excited to have Corey on the podcast. But before the interview starts, I do want to highlight the Digital. At the church.digital, we have tons of coaching, we have tons of cohorts, we have tons of blogs and podcasts, all designed to help you doing digital ministry, a combination of digital and in person, uh, digital and online ministry or metaverse ministry. That's right, we're tackling metaverse ministry as well at the church.digital. So we've got tons of content there, tons of coaching and cohorts happening, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. So if you've never checked it out, go to the church.digital today. All right, so we're ready to begin. Let's get into the conversation right now with Corey Sullivan. All right, with me right now is Corey Sullivan. Corey, how are you? What's up? i I, i'm doing fine what's up with you nothing man living the dream i feel like we haven't done this in a while i you know it's funny because every now and then i feel like we haven't done it in a while and then i look back i'm like oh yeah we just did it a few months ago or something (laughs) like that so you are still my most reoccurring guest you know you've taken that over completely listen
1: it's just because i'm in you know i'm in you you need something you need me last minute i understand
0: yeah, I know. It's like, hey, if, a, if an interview cancels, I call Corey. I'm like, Corey, you, you got a minute? And you're like, yeah, let's do this. So, yeah. let's go. <laughs> let's do this. OK, Corey, well, before we get into what we're talking about today, uh, tell everyone really quick, refresh anybody who's not heard from you on this podcast before. Who are you and what do you do?
1: First off, that's true. you have been living under a rock for years and years, but welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, My name is Corey Sullivan. Currently, I help run a children's program for kids uh, with behavioral health needs throughout the state of New York. Um, And then I also do a lot of coaching on the side of youth programs and nonprofits, particularly churches. You know, how do you run better systems programs, how do you recruit volunteers, Um, coaching parents on the age of teenagers um, and what that looks like and how do you help launch kids into what's next for them as they graduate high school.
0: That's great. And you, you blog a little bit. You post on um, Instagram as well. So, yeah. Man, I got a
1: toddler. It, it's been uh, far few between right now with that stuff, but I, I'm doing my best I can with it. Tom yells at me every day like you need to do that. You have a good voice. You have a good you got good content to push it out there. So yeah. Tom usually cheers me on and yells at me for that.
0: Yeah. Well, again, you know, toddlers tend to mess up everything, don't they? I mean, you know.
1: Listen, they do. But at the same time, oh, man, I love that guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. he's a, he is a Sullivan. That is for sure. Well, Corey, before we actually get into the topic, now now that we've done the intro, you are a Bills fan, a huge Buffalo Bills fan. You live in Rochester, New York. Buffalo you Bills. grew up Bills all over. How are they going to do this year? I mean, this is right before the start of the season. So, how are they going to do? Anything less than Super Bowl champs is a disappointment. You've gotten to that
1: point. Yeah, anything anything less than Super Bowl, cha- I think. And like, I'm a realistic Bills fan. I'm not like like a Dallas Cowboy fan or anything like that, where I think I'm gonna win the Super Bowl every single year. Um, but, you know, I'm a Bills fan. I think we have a window to win this thing. And the window is actually on the downhill right now. Okay. Um, I think the past couple of years we're on the uphill. I think our window is starting to close in the next year or two if we don't we can't get a Super Bowl in us in the next couple of years.
0: It's good, good to know. You know, I always just like to say about the Dallas Cowboys because I am a big Cowboys fan is that people always make fun of us, but there's a reason. I mean, we haven't won the Super Bowl since 1996. There's a reason why people always – they're afraid of the Cowboys and afraid of what the Cowboys can do and will do. And they just – you know, it's – we're the best. No, we always think no, are the best.
1: Nah, no, it's like – I say it's kind of like the like Dallas Cowboys of, like, the 70s, 80s, 90s, those fans are, like, the Patriots fans now. They're just, like, on the bandwagon. Oh, they are good when I was a kid. So I'm there forever. Like I like them when I was a kid because they're good, and now they're who I like. You know,
0: don't don't ever lump the Cowboys in with the Patriots, okay? They had a string, and that's it. They'll go back. They're already going back to normal with what they were before Tom Brady. So. All right, let's <laughs> let's get before we alienate all the patriot and Boston <laughs> fans of this podcast. I'm sorry, we have some Go Bills. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's get into the conversation because here's the deal: we're talking about shareable content today, um, and we're talking about the content that you would share from like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, all that stuff, uh, and what makes people share it. And we're going to apply it into church and ministry use of how what we can implement there. But to kind of start it off, Corey and I, again, we've been friends for a number of years and we will share tweets and Instagram posts and memes and videos all day long to each other. I open up my Instagram in the morning and Corey's already shared with me a reel or something like that. And so we want to to address this. We want to first talk about What is it about content that makes us want to share it? And then how can we apply it in the churches? So Corey, why don't you kick us off? What is it that makes you want to share content with other people?
1: I think the number one thing for me is the idea of like relevancy, right? Like there's real world conversations that have been happening, right? In person to person, you know, with me and you like over the phone or like conversations at a party or hanging out with some friends, right? And something gets, a topic gets brought up And then for me, sharing content comes back to relevancy of what's happening in other people's lives, right? For instance, uh, one of the kids um, that I helped mentor, he was wondering about, hey, what's this next stage of life look like for me? What kind of career do I want? And he wasn't sure, but he has a lot of interests and passion. So I sent him a few different like job type posts um, on Instagram that help kind of maybe just share like what could be right um, out there for him for some content, right? Um, sometimes it's sharing, you know, something funny or like, you know, right now, a lot of TV shows drive a lot of content, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm often drive- going back to some of that with some of my friends. So I think the relevancy of, uh, our re- of our relationships helps drive whether content is shareable to the people in my network and the people that I go you know, do life with.
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, it is, it's gotta be really relevant. I mean, again, if it's something that I'm scrolling through again, because we're always scrolling on our phones, if, if it catches my attention uh, and it makes me feel like it's relevant to my life or to someone else's life, I think that is really important. And that's, that's one of the things I'll, I'll just kind of piggyback on. It's got to catch your attention in order for it to be shareable. You have to, again, because we're constantly scrolling all the time, I mean, my Instagram feed is full, I hate it. Um, it's just full of recommended posts and all that kind of stuff now. And I'm trying to change that. But but the reality is that there are some posts that immediately grab my attention. Maybe it's because of an image or maybe it's because of a video that I quickly see for a second that I'm like, ooh, I wanna see this a little bit more. But it's gotta be attention grabbing for me to get it. And then if it grabs my attention, then I might be like, oh, I. I gotta share this with a friend of mine.
1: Yeah, I, I think an, another one for me, and I was gonna say like humor, but I wanted to expand that a little bit more to be, it's almost like uh, an extension of your personality, Yeah, right? An extension of like how you interact with people is often the content you share. Like for me, I'll, like I'll, I love making people laugh and using jokes and humor. So that tends to point me to the content that's gonna make my friends laugh. That's gonna like, that made me laugh, that I wanna share because it was funny. So I think humor is a major one, right? Like, just in general, to make people laugh and find some joy in content. But I do think it is an extension of our personality. So we're more likely to share things that we're aligned with, whether it's our beliefs or our values or um, whether it's our opinions on things. We're more likely to share it as it's a reflection of ourselves and what we're doing. Um, I think everyone has an audience, right? And who you're sharing to. Um, But I do think, you know, out of that, you know, what I wanted to say is like humor plays a big role into that, right? Why? Because there's enough seriousness some days, right? And I think these Instagram things, TikTok, these videos allow us a moment of experiencing the real world as an exaggeration to find humor in, right? I think of some of like the guys who I follow who are like dads, they make TikTok reels about what the experience is like to be a dad. Or to be a husband, right? And these are real world scenarios. But then they find humor in it, and they find an exaggeration point in it to make that content. And that's what's shareable for me, and what I find joy in uh, to share to other people.
0: Yeah. I, well, again, mine will then piggyback right off of that because uh, I like the, that that um, there's a GIF out there that's like it's funny because it's true. You know, again, these things that are funny are you know are things that are things that I can relate to. Uh, and because it's true, and so again, like you just talk about, so I, I'm talking about relatable. You know, it's got to grab someone's attention. It's got to be funny, but it's got to be something that I can personally relate to. And again, you're, you're talking about two dads right here. I have four daughters. You have one son. You know, you might have more down the road. I'm done having kids, but the reality is that I I can relate to a lot of these dad things, and so sharing content that is relatable that dads can can laugh at and find funny is is great. Because again, we like to laugh at things that we can all relate to. Even if it's that, ooh, that's a little awkward kind of deal, but it is, if it makes you laugh. I'm still, I'm still
1: laughing. I'd still laugh.
0: Well, yeah, I know. That's why you send me that stuff because you still laugh and then I, I tend to laugh as well. So humor and being relatable are uh, really good points as well. What what else do you have?
1: I think one of the, the last things I'm thinking about is just the idea that, I can, I can share content on a personal level, right? Like and what I mean by that is what I share with you, Tom, is, di- is different content than what I share with my wife, right? Or what I share with her is different than what I share with my siblings, right? And so I can have these uh, conversations going in a digital space that foster relationships that grow us closer together in that and in the end find that humor and find that relevancy and connection um in something right because now i'm sending a post i'm sending a meme i'm sending a gift, whatever it is and then that moment is we're both sharing a, a laughable or relevant experience um and we're connecting right there's a connection so i love the fact that what makes content shareable for me is my ability to share that to people in a personal way yeah. right even just like a, a quick direct message to them um, or whatever it is, but I, I can share it to one person because I'm thinking about them and I want them to know that I'm thinking about them in one way or another, right? That, that it's different on what I'm trying to send.
0: Yeah. Again, you know, relationships have many forms, you know, and whatnot and the friendships are developed and you go through a lot of different things. And when you see something that makes you think of somebody else, you want to share that. And I actually, that's one of the things I had as well is that if i if I scroll through something that makes me think of you Corey, I'm gonna send it to you or it makes me think of another friend of mine I'm gonna send it to you so it was something that makes me think of them but the other thing the kind of final thing I have for me is that is if if it actually just makes me think in general like i I'm kind of like a little bit of a nerd in some ways like I love to see the weird like um the 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 graphs that like there are like these certain videos that show um uh like. A smartphone sales over the years or phone sales over the years and it kind of goes through and it it has nice little graphing and i i'm doing a really bad job of explaining what it is no, no
1: I, I get it. it it's like facts it's yeah. things and it's learning experiences
0: yes yeah. Yeah. yeah and so whether it's like a video or whether it's something like a did you know uh i always just find those really interesting i'm like huh that's cool and then some of those things I'll really send it on, not just to my friends, but like to my daughters as well. And I'll be like, hey, this is was kind of an interesting fact. I also love the, the things that, again, teach you things that you didn't know. Like TikTok is really good at this, about giving you different hacks that you can learn, yeah. Um, yeah. whether it's for your smartphone or whether it's for your house. Or, I, again, my, I have older girls and, you know, I like to send them safety tips. And so, people who are teaching me things that I can pass it on to others is really important. Yeah, I think we're hitting on
1: this point just collectively in all this time that, you know, the stuff, the content we share is an extension of our relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is what I think that you drive in in all avenues of you, right? You love this digital stuff, and here's why: is because you love it because it helps relationships flourish in an unexplored and un. Uh, and and in a new place right in a new setting right because the content we're sharing is just an extension of the relationships that we're having with people right Uh, um, with that so I think it's in, in all those things you see it like it's the connection it's the people we're not just sharing it to dead space right we're sharing it with a real person on the other line for one reason or another yeah
0: Okay. So we talked about why we like to share things and I'm sure there's things that we missed out. So if you're listening to this podcast on the video or audio, definitely comment on it and tell us what, what things, why you share, but also now let's get into the point of what can churches do. Okay. So what, like, if you're thinking about making content, how can you apply this into what you do on social media or with digital and online ministry? And so I, again, I just think one of the things that I think, and I'll, I'll start this off and I'll hand it back over to you, Corey, is that I really feel like for, for, we want to create shareable content, you know, and shareable content's not information about the church service or whatnot. They, they want to be encouraged they want to be inspired uh, when they're on social media. Oh, I believe that people want to be encouraged and inspired. So I think from a ministry perspective, are we sharing content that is encouraging and inspiring people in their faith and in their life? If Are we giving them information that they can grow in their relationship with the Lord from? And if we're not, then I don't think, again, we shouldn't be surprised that people aren't sharing our content. So we got to be encouraging, inspiring them in their faith. That's something that they can take a, a, away. What, what else would you add to that, Corey? Where we're really
1: just taking those original points we made and applying them to church. Right. And into yeah. that, into that context, right. Is what you're sharing relatable to them? Does it meet people in their day-to-day life? Yeah. Right. Is it, is there a separation between church content and real content? And here's the truth. There should not be, yeah. there shouldn't be. If, if we, as the church, as we as Christians are saying, you know, we're going to the ends of the earth, right. We're, we're trying to help show people the love of Christ. Then there shouldn't be a separation there right? Like our, our church content should be an extension of the relationships that already exist, yeah. right? So is what we're posting and sharing relatable and helping our families, helping our, our families be better families, our kids be better kids, our, our parents be better parents, is that finding the humor and the fun yeah. in things, right? Cause you know what you're not going to share is you're not going to share church content that creates division. You're not going to create church content. Um, that drives a wedge between relationships and people right but you're going to share things that has common ground in um and i so i think those two big things is it relatable is it meeting people where they are and are you finding the humor in that as well and, and finding the ability to do that
0: yeah i think the, the humor aspect is something i think some people are a little bit afraid to share some churches are afraid to share um are but you know it talks about the joy of the lord and, you know, that we, that we should have joy in the Lord and then that there is fun involved in it. So not all your social media posts need to be serious or involving scripture or involving a sermon notes or anything like that. Have fun, you know, especially if that's part of your culture at your church. You know, Adam McLaughlin talks about it a lot all the time on social media is like, you know, embrace your culture and who you are as a church and put that information out there on social media. If you want people to share about it, embrace your culture and but again I, I think joy and fun is a part of of what Jesus did and what uh, we as believers can do as well and so let's share some stuff but again it's also about the relatable stuff like you said Corey you know share some dad hacks some mom hacks you know laugh at yourself I think you know I think a lot of times we're afraid to laugh at ourselves because we have to be serious and all that stuff but I love just laughing at myself. You and I, Corey, we laugh at ourselves all the time because we're stupid, we're silly and all that kind of stuff. But, but that, that, that creates an element where people feel like we're relatable and we're approachable. Yeah. They're not afraid to come up and talk to us when they see us in person, even if they see us doing something stupid or silly on social media.
1: I, I would say too with that, you know, our churches should at times be part of the culture. And in this sense, I mean, look at what makes social media successful, right? Be a student of the game, if you would, right? Like what makes social media, and one of the things I think about too is like, how do we, how do you use strategies like the hashtags you're utilizing and the marketing trends you're using, right? Like be a student of that stuff that help drive some of that content and get more attraction where you need to be. But at the same time, like the number one, the thing that jumps out at me is like, The time, right? Like social media works because it's snapshots, it's moments, it's seven second video vines, right? It's thirty second, you know. It's these just quick things, and what? And if we start pushing that, I think then are we engaging the audience? I think there's a realm, right? And there's a content, but again, be the student of your audience be the student of the relevancy that you're going on. And if you see your trends are, wait, like we're getting more engagement for 10 second 15 second videos. Do more of that. Don't do more 10 minute videos, Yeah. right? If you're seeing more t- your devotionals and the content you're putting out that's five to 10 minutes is actually what people are enjoying more. Put more of that content out, right? And so being a student
0: of that. Did you just make a reference to Vines? yes. As- I mean, gosh, man, you, you really are like, that's old. That's really old school. Right? I, lo- I, lo- I love, divine
1: era. <laughs> I love, I love the vine era.
0: I never got that era. I mean, I just never got the seven second videos or whatever. I was like, how can you really communicate anything? It was all, it was all shock value, right? It, it was, was like four was. seconds and then a quick turnaround and that was done. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, kind of as we're getting close to wrap up here, I do want to just say one thing again, the, you want to create shareable content. Because ultimately, this can be an evangelical or uh, an an outreach opportunity for people at your church. Think about it. If I create a dad hack and share it uh, to a friend of mine who's not a believer, then that person gets an opportunity to say, oh, my, this church created this dad hack. That's pretty cool. I never realized that. And it starts in an introduction to your church. And so it might be an introduction to the church. It might be an introduction to who Jesus is. So again, you're, you're creating these contents, not necessarily to go viral, but just to create opportunities for the people in your church to yeah. share the content with other people who may not know who Jesus is or know about your church. And it's a good outreach opportunity for your church.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, it's a new avenue to the front door. Yeah right it's a new way to get people to connect and feel like they belong um and i and i'm excited as you lead out this whole thing in all your spaces time of helping other churches figure that out and how do they how can they do it better
0: yeah well thanks I, i'm always trying to learn that's that's the thing again i, I always just want to learn i love how you said to a few minutes ago Corey, that be a be a student of it you know figure out what's working if you're five minute devotionals or 10 minute devotionals are not getting the numbers it is shortened up to a minute devotional i mean we our church has had tremendous success this past summer um doing shorts tiktok reels well tiktoks and reels we've had tremendous success with that all because we're shortening our devotionals to what people were really into and it's it's changed what we do now so yeah all right, Corey. Well, thanks, uh, as always, for uh, joining me. Uh, if people want to connect with you, what's the best place?
1: Uh, www.rallyyouth.com is our site. We have a lot of free content out
0: there and resources.
1: And then we're really helping to find out ways for youth to thrive, whether that's in their schools and their situations and their families. Uh, how can we connect and coach kids to be the best version of themselves?
0: Yeah, Corey's great, and he's happy to talk with you. Talk with kids. Uh, he does a lot of coaching like that, and he's great. So definitely go to rallyyouth.com. Uh, I'll have that in the show notes, and you can find him on social media eventually. I'll, I'll include his. <laughs> in show notes I, I, it's
1: like slow, man, man. I like here's my one thing that I'm gonna. I'm challenging myself. I'll just share this because other people might need it too. Is like, I'm trying to make goals about it. And I'm trying to make because life is busy. It's in a busy season, but can I put? better goals around it and better systems to help me. Cause I want to, that's what I want. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You're great, man. So. All right. Thanks. Well, thanks. Now. <laughs> thanks for, uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you. Bye. All right. So what did you think of the interview? What did you think of what Corey and I shared? What stood out to you, but also more importantly, what is it about content that makes you want to share it to other people and what can that teach the church? I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Definitely put it in the comment section below. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at T.A. Pounder. I would love for us to continue this conversation online so we can create more shareable content so that more people can hear about Christ and more people can hear about our church. So do that today and let's continue this conversation online some more. All right, here is well, that wraps it up for another episode of the Church Digital Psychic Podcast. Thanks so much for being here. As always, you can subscribe to this on YouTube. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's at thechurch.digital.com. Uh, it's all different places you can find it, but look for it there uh, and subscribe to it uh, so you can get keep on getting these interviews every time when they come out. So we'd love for you to do that. All right, here is why I hope you have a great rest of your day. Until next time, have a great one.